ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد sometimes each and every one of us in different situations different circumstances at different points in our lives the nature of this dunya the nature of this life of this world is that it's a place of tests and trials it's a place of tribulation by default that is what it is and allah tells us this very clearly in surah al-mulk alladhi khalaqa al-mawta wal-hayata liyabluwakum ayyukum ahsanu amala wa huwa al-aziz al-ghafur allah is the one who created death and life alladhi khalaqa al-mawta wal-hayata liyabluwakum in order to test us and notice something very subtle Allah mentioned death and then life Allah tells us in surah al-Baqarah كَيْفَ تَكْفُرُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَكُنْتُمْ أَمْوَاتًا فَأَحْيَاكُمْ ثُمَّ يُمِيتُكُمْ ثُمَّ يُحْيِيكُمْ ثُمَّ إِلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ Everyone regardless of background, religion, tradition, creed, etc. Everyone agrees on the first three that at some point we were not living that was one and then we came to life and then we're going to pass away and then the the last quarter if you think about it is really the part where you know where people may debate back and forth but if you look at it from a very simple mathematic perspective just a basic equation 3 out of 4 right so if Allah is telling us that there's this remaining piece and if we look at the past and if it makes perfect sense that on a daily basis we sleep and we wake up we sleep and we wake up why would that be any different than something on a bit larger scale for us to pass away and then come back to life the nature of this life is that there are going to be different ups and downs that's just the nature of this life it is what it is we all get to different points regarding different challenges and and tribulations where sometimes we feel like the squeeze is too much and we feel like it's too difficult and we feel like there's no way out and we feel like we're trapped and we feel like how can there possibly be any sunshine after these cloudy days that have felt like they've been ongoing for so long and not just some clouds that come and go rain clouds and there's been so much rain and thunderstorms but at some point that is going to fade at some point that is going to pass at some point that sunshine will peak through again wa duha wa layli idha saja ma wadda'aka rabbuka wa ma qala there will be that morning sunshine once again allah knows when allah knows how allah knows where allah knows the details but it will happen at some point hatta yaqul ar-rasul wal ladina amanu ma'ahu mata nasrullah ala inna nasrullah qareeb allah mentions in this ayah in surah al-baqarah that you know do you do you really think that you're just going to walk right into jannah and you're not going to be tested like those who came before you am hasibtum an tadkhulul jannata wa lamma yatikum mathalul ladina khalaw min qablikum masathumul ba'sa wa dharra'u wa zulzilu they went through numerous trials and tribulations and they were shaken to the point where those believers and their messenger said when is the help of allah when is the victory of allah mata nasrullah 
Allah says there is no doubt. Indeed, Allah's victory is near. Allah's help is near. It's right around the corner. Maybe we can't see that sunshine yet, but it's right around the corner. Just keep putting one foot in front of the next. Allah says at the end of Surah Ali Imran, O you who believe, be patient. One. Two, be more patient than the opposition. Be more patient than the other side. Be more patient than the adversary. Be more patient than whoever's on the other side of enemy lines. Allah is encouraging us, just keep going. Put one foot in front of the next. Just keep going and things will open up. I want to touch upon a few specific examples that ties in with, with this premise. That sometimes the dunya squeezes so much to the point it feels like things cannot and will not get any better. But these stories in the Qur'an remind us that yes, they will. Sooner or later, yes, they will. We may not know how, but Allah knows how. We may not know the details, but Allah knows the details. And what does Allah tell us in Surah Talaq? Allah tells us, you do your part first. You try your best regarding your relationship with Allah, and He will give you a way out. وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهِ So Allah puts the onus on us. And whoever has taqwa of Allah, يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا he will, he will give them a way out. And He'll provide for them from places they would have never expected. So just at, at regarding these words, and we didn't even complete ayah 3, the end of ayah 2 and the beginning of ayah 3, there are three things mentioned. The first one is on us, but Allah said, do this one thing, I'll do these two things. You have taqwa of me, and I'll give you a way out of your difficulty and I'll provide for you rizq, sustenance from places that you would have never expected. But the precondition, if we want those two things, which will far outweigh the challenge and the difficulty, whatever it may be, we have to do our part and to walk towards Allah, to take those steps towards Allah. There are times when it feels like taking one step is like moving a mountain. It feels like that challenge, that difficulty is like a mountain on the person's shoulders and it, feel like it's, it feels like it's only getting heavier to the point where the person asks Allah, when are things going to get better? Mata Nasrullah. But then what did, what did Allah say in the ayah reveal centuries ago but still perfectly applicable today to many if not all of us in this room in different ways? Allah inna Nasrullahi qareeb. Allah's victory is right around the corner. It's near. And then what does Allah say in Surah Al-Nasr? إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ Allah fulfilled His promise to the Prophet Allah fulfilled His promise to the believers and Allah says, now that victory has come. Now that opening is here. That I promised you before and you kept going, this is what you were going towards and now it's here. Now the day has come. إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ And then within that surah, Allah teaches us how to navigate success. Don't forget Allah. Don't turn away from Allah because now you hit the jackpot. Now you have this amazing thing you've been working towards for many years. Just because you have it now, don't turn away from Allah. Keep going. Continue with your tasbih, with your tahmeed, with your istighfar. Allah is most forgiving, ever ready to accept our repentance. And we ask Allah to forgive us. I want to mention four examples. The first one is Prophet Ayyub alayhi salam. We often hear Sabr Ayyub, Sabr Ayyub, Sabr Ayyub because that is what he's primarily known for. His story is very unique in the Qur'an. And this is part of being connected to the Qur'an perhaps more than we're connected to Wi-Fi. Everywhere we go, where's the Wi-Fi, where's the Wi-Fi? Well, we should be thinking, that's fine, but we should also be thinking, how's my Qur'an, how's my Qur'an? How's my heart doing? How is my heart calibrated or not? Because when the heart's connected with the Qur'an, 
then you have you have you have all the bars that you want Wi-Fi speaking in terms of your internal state. And the Quran gives us that 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 peaceful, tranquil heart, that sound heart that we hope to meet Allah with. When you look at the Quran, typically you find a lot of stories of a lot of prophets that directly connect with da'wah. Prophet Musa alayhi salam inviting Fir'aun to worship Allah alone. And then also trying to get through to his people to simply listen and obey, but they, their hearts were tougher than rock. We ask Allah to protect us from that. Allah says that their hearts on the outside, the followers of Musa, internally they were complete hypocrites. Their hearts were stone cold. And Allah says that they were, their hearts were as hard as rock or even more hard. We ask Allah to protect us from this. So externally they may have been believers, but internally there were major issues going on. We seek Allah's refuge. When you look at the story of Prophet Ayyub though, you don't find anything about da'wah per se. You don't find him inviting his people like Prophet Shuhayb. You don't find him, inv- find him, you don't find him inviting his people like Prophet Ibrahim salam. Prophet Ayyub's story is mentioned solely to remind us and teach us about the power of patience. The power of patience. He lost everything. We ask Allah to protect us, one. And then two, for whoever has lost anything, we ask Allah to give them double than what they had before in quantity and quality. He lost everything. He lost his wealth. He lost his health. He lost his children. He lost his family. He lost notoriety among his people. To the point where they took him and they, they, they basically, because now he had these internal diseases, these external diseases, his people were running their mouths and talking smack to him. He's a prophet of God. And they took him and they, they basically you know, threw him where, where, they, where they would put their trash. And they would say, God must be angry with you. That's why this is happening. SubhanAllah. Who are they to say that to him? Talk about knowing your place. He's going through so many different trials and challenges in general, but they're also at the same time. Compound challenges, one after another after another, at the same time. And he was struggling in that state for several years. And it looked like things are not going to get better. It looked like things are stuck in this rain cloud state. This thunderstorm just keeps on going. But then what does Allah teach us? Allah says that He turned to Allah Azza wa Jalla. I'm really struggling. And you are the most merciful of those who show mercy. Not just here, a little mercy. You are the most merciful of those capable of showing mercy. And Allah says, And we responded to Him. Allah healed Him internally. Allah healed Him externally. Allah ret- so Allah returned His health to Him. Within one day, Allah made His health Better than it was throughout that entire... His health was good, it got really bad, and then Allah made it back to good within one day. We find other details in Surah Sad. Immediately Allah commanded him, strike the ground with your foot. And then Allah provided water, and that water healed him internally and externally. That solution was right under his nose. But the way we see things is very limited. But Allah lifted the veil and Allah guided him to that solution. So Allah restored his health. Allah gave him more wealth than he had before. And Allah gave him more family than he had before. It looked like things were never going to get better. But then Allah made them way better. Extremely quickly. And they were far better than they were even before. What, what was his recipe for success? He hung on to his patience. And he turned to Allah. He made dua. 
Mata Nasrullah, Ella in Nasrullahi Karib. Any Masanya Durwa enta Arhamur Rahimin, Festa Jabinala, and Allah responded to him. This is example number one. Example number two, Prophet Yunus alayhi salam ends up in, in the belly of the whale, in the depth of the sea, and on top of that at nighttime. Fanada Fizzulumat, he called out to Allah though. He didn't give up. He called out to Allah. As hopeless as it may have seemed from the human perspective, he understood who he was, he was calling out to. If anyone can help me in this situation, it has to be Allah. So he turns to Allah. فَنَادَى فِي الظُّلُمَاتِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ سُبْحَانَكَ إِنِّي كُنْتُ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ And our Prophet taught us, والسلام, whoever makes this dua, guaranteed they're going to be responded to. So that recipe was not only for Prophet Yunus والسلام, Obviously he's a Prophet, but what the Prophet is encouraging us to do is to connect with that dua within our own individual capacity. To turn to Allah. There is no God except you. Priorities first, Tawheed, La ilaha illa ant, Subhanak. There is nothing worthy of worship except you. You're perfect, inni kuntu min al-dhalimeen. I made a mistake and I'm taking responsibility for it. How did Allah respond? Fastajabinana. And we responded to Him. It looked like things were impossible. Like the situation was absolutely dire. Logically speaking, how could you possibly get out of that situation? How could you possibly survive that situation? But Allah helped him to get out of that situation and to survive that situation. And on top of that, he goes back to his people. And, and they all believed in him. A hundred thousand or more people. So it looks very bleak and dire and difficult. And then Allah improves the situation. And then typically you find an, an, an extra layer of blessing. Allah didn't just heal Prophet Ayyub. Allah gave him more than he had before. Allah didn't just heal Prophet Yunus salam. Allah also guided all of his people. The third example, Prophet Zakaria it looked like it was completely impossible. He was very old in age, his wife was very old in age. Scientifically, it's impossible. Scientifically, the doctors would say, I'm sorry, there, there's not, you cannot have a child. You're just, you're, you're past your prime. What did he do though when he was inspired by his niece Sayyidah Maryam? When he, when he found her just being this amazing young lady, Amazing person of taqwa. And he asked her, this in Surah Ali Imran, he asks her, Anna laki hadha? Because she had fruits out of season. And look at her humility, look at her, her, her adab, her akhlaq, her taqwa. Radiallahu anha. She says, This is from Allah. Allah provides however much He wants for whoever He wants without measure. He, he was. That really touched his heart. So immediately he turns to Allah. And he asks Allah for a righteous child. It seemed impossible. It seemed like things are not going to change like they're stuck. But then Allah made them better and Allah gave him a way out. I'll touch upon the fourth example in the second half of the khutbah. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulullah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabiyya ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Sallallahu ala muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam We ask Allah to turn any difficulties that we're facing We ask Allah we ask Allah to turn them into ease for any hardships that we're dealing with. We ask Allah to facilitate the process and to turn the bad into good, to replace the pain with peace and to turn any struggles that we're dealing with to turn that struggle into serenity. Amin Rabbil Alameen. The fourth example, and this ties in with Qurbani, uh, with Udhiyah. When you look at the story of Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam, he has this vision, he has this dream. And look at, look at this is a, a, a proof of how present 
of a father he was before this. So he understood السلام, that the work has to be put in from day one. And then if something comes up between you and your kids, you already have a good foundation that's already built. And then you figure things out on top of that. He already had a foundation built with his son Ismail So he has this vision and he doesn't just pop up out of nowhere. Right? He has this vision and he goes to him and he tells him that I, 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 I had this vision. You know, what, what's your, what do you think? He, he understands the situation, but look at his approach. So he goes and he talks to him. He doesn't talk at him. He talks to him. He communicates with him kindly, lovingly, respectfully. And how does his son respond? He says, you got to do what you got to do. Satajiduni insha'Allah min al-sabirin. I'm going to try my best by the grace of Allah to be patient. A dire, a difficult situation. A difficult, an extremely difficult situation. But then what happened? Allah gave him a way out. Allah gave Prophet Ibrahim a way out. He didn't know what the outcome was going to be. The intention, Allah is guiding my heart. Allah is guiding, guiding me in a certain direction. I'm going to try my best. So he, that's what he was doing. And things got to that point. But then what does Allah say that? Okay, instead of, instead of sacrificing his son, That instead he, he sacrificed an animal. So when it comes to Qurbani, when it comes to Udhiyah, it's not just something that we, should, that we should do without having presence of mind and heart. Whether we're doing it ourselves, whether we're donating for, for someone else to do it. All of these options are good. We ask Allah to accept all of our efforts. But it's very symbolic of this point of this premise that things they seem like they're stuck. Like how can the situation possibly get better? But then things get better. And then things get way better. How many millions of people until now continue to benefit? Because those two people, the father and the son, they passed that extremely difficult test. They both passed it. And as a result, how many millions upon millions of people between then and now and it continues benefit from having meat perhaps the only time in the entire year until now millions of people because those two people passed that test. Look at the power that was contained within those moments of time. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah for goodness in this life and the next. We ask Allah to turn any and all of our hardships into ease. We ask Allah to relieve us of any and all of our worries. We ask Allah to help us. We ask Allah to help us in each and every way. We ask Allah to forgive our mistakes and our sins. We ask Allah to make us people of taqwa. One, we ask Allah to give us ways out of all of our difficulties and hardships. And then two, and then three, we ask Allah to provide for us from places that we would not expect. We ask Allah for the best of this life and the next and to protect us from his punishment, to protect us from his wrath and from his anger. We ask Allah for sincerity. We ask Allah to help us to all end up, us and our loved ones, in paradise. Amin. Rabbil Alameen. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasna wa fi al-akhirati hasna wa fi al-adhaab al-nar. Rabbana atina min ladunka rahmah wa hayyat lana min amrina rashada. Rabbana hab lana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yun. Waj'alna lil-muttaqina imama. Inna Allah ya'muru bil-adli wal-ihsani wa ita'idil qurba wa yanha'al al-fahshai wal-munkari wal-baghi. Ya'idhukum la'allakum tadhakaroon wa aqim al-salah.